0: It's an old-fashioned stagecoach robbery here in Moir, and the stakes are high. Will Octavia and Owlbear save Moose? Will the Dragonblood forces escape with their precious cargo? And I wonder if that hobgoblin regrets not upgrading from coach. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a dot.
1: Everyone, and welcome to me, my spouse, and Adai. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair.
0: And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master.
1: If you like what you hear in the next hour or so, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. It's a really great way for us to grow in the charts and reach more great listeners just like you. Another great way for us to grow is by you sharing us with your friends, so please do just that.
0: So when I resumed this episode and I put on, uh, I resumed listening to the radio that I had been listening to, Mm -hmm. it was playing a, like, Screamo metal cover of Danger Zone.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, seriously? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that was interesting.
1: (gasps) Oh my gosh. I've just been listening to Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep OST on repeat over and over and over.
0: Yeah, I started with... The uh, the the Viking metal that I had been listening to a little bit ago, because that was pretty good, but mm-hmm, then it mm-hmm. just sort of diverged into just, you know, generic metal now, which is <laughs> just fine. I don't have anything against metal. It's not really my thing, so mm-hmm. I, I think I need to switch it up.
1: I have to have stuff that's very clearly not vocals sometimes even if it's like inaudible vocals what they're saying because i just get distracted
0: yeah well i mean for most like screamy metal i I can't understand what they're saying anyway so it's almost like just another instrument
1: true i silly with it being like a voice i'm trying to like subconsciously i'm trying to like tune in on what they're saying and it's distracting sometimes I can't believe I'm playing Owlbear or controlling her to a point.
0: Gotta switch it up. Keep you guessing. I know.
1: She's just so cool.
0: You are in the midst of a rescue operation mm-hmm. trying to save Moose, the Grot member from torture and uh interrogation at the mm-hmm. hands of the Dragon Blood Monster Hordes. Mm-hmm. You tracked down with Owlbear. The caravan, the the stagecoach, which is hopefully housing him, mm-hmm. and disrupted its travel with some mm-hmm. clever spell usage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tipped the big old thing on its side, and mm-hmm. now, uh, when we left off, a cloud of fog had erupted from the center of it and engulfed the entire thing with with you in obscuring mists. And a voice had sprouted from from the innards of the stagecoach telling you that go on keep attacking if you would like your friend to die
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that is where we stand right now you are atop the stagecoach trying to mm-hmm. open a door there is mm-hmm. a giant constrictor snake who has wrapped itself around the stagecoach Mm-hmm. There is at least one hobgoblin who is sort of huddled next to the stagecoach, <laughs> uh-huh. although you do not know exactly where it is because everything is uh, concealed. Mm-hmm. Who knows how many other hobgoblins who have not been killed by the um, the marauding grot and mm-hmm. owl bear, who is outside of this foggy cloud? Mm-hmm. So you just heard this shout of threat. What does Octavia do in the immediate aftermath of that?
1: Well, then why don't you let him come out to us? Why don't you open this door and show who you are?
0: Because you're trying to kill me? I mean, doesn't that seem like... I I don't know what you're asking here. You back off, or your friend here gets it.
1: How do you know when we've backed off?
0: Uh, you say something, and your voice will not be from the other side of this door.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well... I'm. I'll take a step back. I'm stepping off of the carriage, which, as you know now, has been toppled over. And yeah, she, that's
0: kind of obvious.
1: She will take a step back as she ta- as she's taking a step back, and mm-hmm. she'll step off of the carriage, mm-hmm. or she'll step to the very edge of the carriage. Can she see around the door? Like, uh, sorry. I should rather say, can she see the frame of the door going into the carriage? Is it very tight? Are there any gaps around it? Is there... Um, a-
0: it's pretty flush.
1: Okay. Is there a keyhole or anything?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's probably some sort of keyhole.
1: Okay. So she'll take a step back and she'll say, as she said, that she's taking that step back.
0: Okay. How far back are you stepping?
1: Just a couple steps.
0: Are you getting off the co- stagecoach?
1: No, because if we're doing this kind of out of initiative, she's going to mm-hmm. wild shape into a spider.
0: Okay. Are you doing that now? So you take a few steps back, turn into a spider, or are you going to keep that in your back pocket?
1: I'll see if he's, uh, I'll see if that voice says anything first when uh, when Octavia says that she's taking that step back. If there's okay. any res- she'll wait to Octavia will wait to see if there's a response to her saying that she's taking a step back.
0: Uh, so you say that as you Stepped just sort of off the door, but still on top of this thing, right?
1: Right. I mean, a couple, you know, a step or two away from the door. She will go that far. To make it obvious that her voice is getting further away, that she's not right on top of the door, etc., etc.
0: Off the coach. I can hear your footsteps.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll step off the coach. And she will... She will step off the coach? and okay. if she can kind of stand on the boa constrictor who's circling around the coach
0: you wait you're trying to walk on a snake
1: yeah i mean it's probably a huge snake right it's probably three feet thick at least and it's my buddy uh, so it should let me stand on it and then i won't technically be on the coach uh,
0: i <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> so you're not getting off the coach you're just stepping onto the snake
1: The snake is surrounding the coach, but it is on top of the coach. And so, if I am standing on the snake, I am no longer standing on the coach.
0: I think we have different ideas of how the snake wrapped itself around the coach.
1: Okay, we might.
0: If it's a square and you're looking at it from the top, it would be going around like the sides of it.
1: So, if you're looking at it, yes. So, if you're looking at it from above, the coach is a square in the middle. And the snake is a circle around the coach, constricting it from that side.
0: Okay, so you would be wrapping around
1: the top to the bottom. Correct. So imagine, like, if a suburban got flipped over, the the snake is going around like the windshield and the back doors.
0: I had pictured it as going like around the sides
1: no because the whole point is that it's going around the windshield and the back doors while leaving those side doors free like using that suburban analogy so that the whole frame of the vehicle will get thrown out of whack so that the door is no longer firmly closed
0: okay so you step off the coach and stand on the snake
1: yes if possible Sure. Sure.
0: Cool. Okay. okay. Uh, there's a moment of... A few moments of silence. You're still surrounded in fog, so you can't really see beyond a foot in front of you. Okay. At this point, Owlbear is cautiously approaching. You hear her voice coming from back behind the coach from whence she mm-hmm, would come, mm-hmm. and she's sort of calling out, Moose, Moose, are you in there? How do I know you're not lying?
1: Owlbear I'm owl bear, I'm over here.
0: You can sort of hear her making her way, but okay. I mean it's it's hard to tell exactly what's happening. Right, right, right. The voice inside says Your friend is alive. You may not be able to talk at the moment. You let me go, he lives.
1: Does he go with you? That's or are the we deal. just letting you go?
0: We both leave here or we both die here. It makes no difference to me. After a moment, yeah, he, he's sort of heard you hop down off the stagecoach. Mm-hmm. And you hear the door swing open. Okay. On the top, what is now the top of this stagecoach. You can't see it, but okay. hear this door open. Do, or do you do anything? I'm going
1: to whisper down to the snake find the individual accompanying the dwarf and kill it. And the snake will stop constricting the coach, and it has blind sight of 10 feet, and it is going to go after the individual with moose.
0: Can you communicate with the snake? I whispered- Well, can can it talk to you?
1: um,
0: I'm going to say probably not, huh?
1: They obey any verbal command that I give it. I don't know if they can say anything back to me.
0: Well, uh, the snake begins sort of uncoiling itself and moving up the sides to try to go towards the door. You hear some movement coming from where you would imagine the door is, like just the soft flapping of, of fabric as mm-hmm. it sounds like something is coming out. Okay. So actually, as you begin to hear this, the fog begins to wisp away and actually dissipate Okay. In the moment that it dissipates, you can see Owlbear. Okay. Approaching from behind. Okay. Crossbow drawn, loaded, pointed in front of her. Her other hand outstretched as she was sort of trying to grope her way through the fog. And then, as you're standing sort of on the side of this stagecoach, you see rising out of the center of it from this door, there is a hobgoblin. Okay. Sort of a rusty red skin and sort of like a black goatee dressed in blue. They're kind of like robes, but also kind of armored in, mm-hmm. in the center, mm-hmm. wearing a sort of brownish cloak. And he's got a belt on with various pouches and uh, slots for like scrolls. And he's mm-hmm. holding, well, he's not actually holding anything except in one hand. He's got wrapped around the throat of a dwarven figure, and the other hand is sort of open next to the head of this dwarf, and you can Mm -hmm. see within it, there's like little crackles of electricity Mm -hmm. shooting between Mm -hmm. all of his fingers, and he's just slowly rising out of it, uh, not climbing, just floating up.
1: Oh, it's so scary.
0: Uh, You see this happen. And Owlbear sort of you see her eyes dart over to a two, and the crossbow is trained on this figure. And he says, Any wrong moves, your friend gets it. He's dead in an instant. He's just barely hanging on to life as it is. He can survive. But that's up to you.
1: He can survive if he goes with you.
0: Yeah, so uh this hobgoblin is continually just sort of moving upward. Not incredibly quickly. But just slowly rising up out of the stagecoach, and then he's just sort of continuing to go up, up, not stopping to talk, not stopping to parlay, just slowly moving up. Owlbear's eyes dart to you, and then back to the, uh, the hobgoblin with Moose. And you can see her, her crossbow is, uh, quivering, shaking in her hands slightly as she begins a- narrowing her eyes and maybe trying to hold her arm a bit steadier. Do you and do it's,
1: anything? It's, this hobgoblin's just keeping on going. Yep, he,
0: he's, he's not stopping to talk. Basically, if, if nobody does anything, he's just going to keep on going right up and fly away.
1: Okay. Uh, Octavia has already given the command to the snake, so I'm anticipating that the snake has already started uncoiling itself.
0: Yeah, so the snake started uncoiling itself, and it was, uh, you know, moving, and it, it didn't... It, I'm sure it... So it had blind sense, so it sort of knew what was going on, but as soon as the the door opened and this thing is, you know, flying out, that snake is gonna have a hard time reaching.
1: Well, I mean, it is ginormous, and That's snakes true. can lift their bodies up to i know
0: but he's still he's still just going so i guess the snake can try to try to do something but at the same time if the snake fails to incapacitate this guy he is you you do not doubt that he's going to do everything he can to kill moose so i guess we'll say in this instant as this guy's rising out he he gives you this ultimatum like you know any wrong moves i'm gonna kill him Oh you gosh. see your snake uncoiling and its head sort of darting back to make a move. Do you let it do what it's going to try to do? Do you tell it to wait?
1: I mean, we can't let them take moose. But I'd really ra- really rather not have moose die. Really don't want moose to die if at all possible. Um
0: War is hard.
1: But I know that our ultimate goal is to not it's kind of like an Emma when it's like if I can't have him, no one can. Mm-hmm. Tell me again what this hobgoblin is wearing?
0: So mechanically studded leather okay. armor and like a cloak.
1: Does it have any jewelry on its hands?
0: Um, nope. It's or largely on its wrists. functional. Okay. I mean, I think I know you're getting at... It has enough, like, metal on it, but not... It has, like, little bits, but you wouldn't think right. enough to really do anything.
1: Yeah. I was more trying to think of if I could just get it to be shocked enough at pain to release the spell that it has readied or, or something. Does it seem like there'd be enough metal that that would happen?
0: Probably not.
1: Yeah. Because it's really only like full plate or something that it really or holding some sort of weapon mm-hmm. that that yeah. sort of thing happens.
0: So do you, do you tell your snake to hold or do you let the snake try to do its thing?
1: Under her breath, Octavia says, I'm sorry, Bear, And I'm sorry, Moose. And she says, go to the snake.
0: All right, so what, how does the snake do this? What's, what's the snake going to try to do?
1: The snake is going to try to basically, with its head, knock the hobgoblin out of the air.
0: Okay, so not try to like constrict it, just try to bop him really well, hard?
1: Basically try to bop him, and then, if it's part of the same fluid motion, try to start constricting it.
0: Is that mechanically how it works? Is it like they get an attack, and then if they hit the attack, it's grappled or something like that? Constricted or
1: so? Basically, constrict is an attack. So let's kind of do that. It it, it snakes its head forward, <laughs> and as it's trying to get just the hobgoblin, it kind of twists around and tries to constrict just that one figure.
0: Okay, so it's just trying to constrict the hobgoblin. Yes. Specifically like its arm or hand or just like its body. Well,
1: no, it can do its whole body.
0: Okay, well, uh, so <sighs> you will roll this attack. You okay. have a feeling that if you miss, bad things might happen.
1: As this snake rises, Octavia is going to say, go with Absalom's grace, and it's going to cast Guidance on it.
0: Okay. Unless she can
1: assist in another way that you think would give the snake advantage.
0: I mean, that would be up to you to tell me. But I think guidance is a pretty solid choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is so far up in the air. I don't physically I don't know what Octavia would be able to do besides like shouting encouragement. Okay. I mean, does that constitute being able to give something advantage?
0: Shouting it? No. Not unless you're a bard. Okay. And not even then, it just adds a
1: dice. I mean, because it, it's a little weird because the, the the snake does have its own turn. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I could I could give up my turn to give it advantage, technically.
0: Yeah, but you, the help action is sort of like you have to be able to do something to yeah. actually aid. Where, I, I mean, don't I can't, they're shouting, in the air. Go, snakey, yeah. go! Exactly. It's really going to help much. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. All right. What does guidance do? D4? Or advantage or something? Plus a D4. D4. All right.
1: All right. Shall I do this? Yeah. 12 to hit.
0: Oh. Oh. Its AC is 13.
1: Yep. Oh. Yep. Okay.
0: So. Okay. Okay. The snake rears back and lunges toward this hobgoblin who is slowly rising in the air to try to sort of wrap its itself around him in some instance
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the last minute the hobgoblin turns and sees this flash of movement and moves itself out of the way so the snake just sort of passes by within Mm -hmm. an inch so close you added the d4 right
1: yep i rolled a three
0: okay oh man and so it dodges just barely out of the way like within an inch of this snake wrapping itself around this hobgoblin the hobgoblin turns to the two of you and he says that's your choice and he casts Shocking Grasp on, uh, on Moose.
1: <sighs> I'm hearing so many dice roll in the other room.
0: Moose is unconscious. Okay. Held within the hobgoblin's hands. Okay. There's not really a way for him to miss. Uh, I gave him advantage and it was a hit. Okay. <laughs> so... Mm. I feel bad for you because I know you take these things very much (sighs) to heart. It happens. But his hand crackles with electricity and he just grabs Moose's head who you see convulse for a few instances and then he goes still. The hobgoblin then uh, releases the body. Okay. Which falls down on top of the uh, the stagecoach. And he turns his face skyward and just begins soaring away.
1: The snake is going to go after him again, since they're still technically adjacent, so he'd be leaving that okay. friend's square.
0: You can roll one more attack. 22. That'll do it.
1: He's now constricted.
0: Okay. So the hobgoblin does this turns to fly away but the snake rears back and just wraps itself around his waist in that instance as he has sort of let his guard down and it's just focused on fleeing so he's wrapped up mm-hmm. we'll say sort of like around the waist mm-hmm. what exactly does constrict do it, is it-
1: just deals the-, the target is grappled and it is dealt bludgeoning damage
0: Okay. So and your, the snake, snake is
1: going to bring him back down.
0: Okay. So as soon as as this is all happening, Owl Bear, who is standing a few feet away from you, mm-hmm. as as Moose falls, she drops her crossbow and she just goes running, straight forward just with no, no heed to the hobgoblin who's still sort of hunkering behind the, the stagecoach <laughs> yeah. off to the side <laughs> and just starts desperately scrambling up the back of this uh, stagecoach to try to get on top. Mm-hmm. And she gets to the top and she runs over to, to Moose and she's sort of huddling over top of him as your snake reaches up and grabs this hobgoblin and begins pulling it down. What does Octavia do?
1: I am furious and I am just filled with rage. And my eyes will glow and my back will burst forth with wings, and I will fly into the air to meet this hobgoblin face to face. And I will spit these words, if you have magic to kill him, if you have even an ounce of a saving grace in those hands, you will use them, or I will unleash every, every ounce of Absalom's fury upon you.
0: What are you asking of him?
1: Basically, I mean, I know this is magic beyond what she has, but... She knows magic can raise dead, keep death far away. Mm -hmm. And if this magic user, she doesn't know what level he is, it is or anything. If this magic user has some sort of arcane means to undo the magic he just did, she will make him use it.
0: He meets your eyes and he says, still straining to get out of the snake. He says... I was trained to bring death, not chase it away. Do what you must. There are others who will take my place. Mechanically speaking, he couldn't even if he wanted to. He's a wizard. <laughs> do you remain there, or do you go back to where Owlbear is on the ground? Or on the on the stagecoach? You, you say- popped your wings, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And I will stay in his face.
0: How many hit points does a snake have? A lot. I'm just trying to decide if it would be worthwhile to actually play this out in however many rounds it would take for him to die, or if I should just hand wave it and say he tries futilely to escape.
1: It has ten more than I do. More than ten more than I do at full health.
0: Alright, so we'll say you... Remain sort of hovering there as the snake begins to constrict and the hobgoblin begins, you know, fighting for breath. Mm-hmm. He begins, uh, like laying hands on the snake and casting more shock spells and mm-hmm. trying to shoot it with, with various, uh, bolts and rays of, of fire and acid and frost. The snake sort of takes it, but your snake is also getting kind of beat up. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he is going to make an attempt to break free of the grapple after he tries some of these and realizes that the snake is sort of beefy. For strength, that is, he rolls a seven total. So Well,
1: that does not match the DC for the escape DC.
0: Okay, so he remains struggling.
1: hmm And as it becomes obvious that the hobgoblin is losing strength and the snake is maintaining the hold even though it's getting hurt, Octavia will fly down to Owlbear.
0: So you leave the hobgoblin struggling against the snake, descend yeah. on top of the stagecoach. Owlbear is hunched over uh, Moose, Moose's mm-hmm. limp form. You can see she has uh, an empty potion bottle. Mm-hmm. That she has drained into his mouth to no avail. And uh, she looks at you with watery eyes and she says, forget what I said. Kill them all. <sighs> And she stands up and picks up her crossbow and knocks wood and just starts walking away towards the one who had been sort of like hunkered on the other side with fire in her eyes.
1: <laughs> and Octavia will look to the heavens where the snake is constricting the hobgoblin and say to it, you know, your job continue You're doing well. And we'll look forward at the rest of the Hobgoblins and the rest of the conflict that is going on in front of the stagecoach. Mm -hmm. And she will face that conflict next.
0: Okay. So there's already several uh, Hobgoblins who have been defeated. The rest of the Grot are still sort of Circling around with their their goats and pressing in, it seems like uh, these hobgoblins, sort of like the grot themselves, with the element of surprise, they were very effective. But mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. open combat, they're maybe a bit less so. They're getting getting cleaned up, as it were. I don't necessarily want to go back into uh, initiative. Okay order for this because i think uh the encounter generally is well underhand um so if there's specific things that octavia would do oh and you see carhoon out there with his axe just wrecking
1: (laughs) i'm like oh it's almost as though (tongue) you leveled up
0: yeah he's he's destroying some some hobgoblins. Um, mm-hmm. So if if there's anything specifically that Octavia would like to do in sort of the remainder of this battle, which I'm just going to sort of say, yeah, you with these grot catching them sort of off guard.
1: I feel like she will rise above it all on her wings, and seeing the fray below her and identifying all of her grot companions will just kind of cast guidance upon guidance and and whisper in the ears of of all of these gnomes, of all of these dwarves. There's a chink in the armor there. You know, oh there's a the weak spot there. And just you can almost see each each blade, each crossbow bolt tip glow with with a divine energy, with a divine being able to find its mark. And that's how she aids.
0: Just for visualization's sake, is that a range spell or is it a touch?
1: Oh, that's true. Let me see.
0: So are you, like, just staying above, shouting to people, or are you, like, flying to one and touching them on the shoulder and then moving away? And
1: It is touch, so she will fly down and kind of be uh, this angelic ghost as she darts around from from rider and Steed to another.
0: So you go about the battlefield aiding, steadying people's shots, guiding their swords, Mm -hmm. and after a few tense moments of of combat, things go still as uh, the last of these hobgoblins is slain and your snake sort of recoils down and it's got in its grasp this lead hobgoblin who's (sighs) maybe clinging to its last breaths and the snake sort of slithers up to where I'll say sort of you and owlbear and Carhoon have all converged and the snake this effectively dead Hobgoblin, but narratively last gasp hobgoblin, it uncoils and just sort of like flops it its Mm -hmm. ribs have just been like crushed, its body is mangled, uh, but its eyes are flickering. And so you and Carhoon and Owlbear all standing above it.
1: Octavia will lean down, look it in its eyes and say, Where does your leader stay?
0: Um, hold on. <laughs> I was just expecting a cool kill quote, not a question.
1: Okay, if it's alive enough to say something, it has it's alive enough to answer a question.
0: It wheezes, laughs weakly. Coughs, Coughs up some blood. He'll find you. Owlbear walks up, puts a foot on his chest, and presses down and he winces in pain and sort of like cries out as as weakly as he can mm-hmm. and she doesn't even say anything she just sort of looks with numb eyes and raises her crossbow mm-hmm. and puts a bolt through his eye and then she turns around and walks over to the stagecoach with and at this point I think the rest of the Grot have sort of realized what's happened. And, you know, some of them go throughout the battlefield ensuring that all of the hobgoblins are in fact dead and not Mm -hmm, just, like, mm -hmm. wounded. And some of them come over and they begin uh, gathering Moose and pulling him off the top of the stagecoach. And they sort of lay him across Owlbear's goat and it's very somber. No one really says mm-hmm. anything because there's not really anything to say at this point.
1: Octavia is curious what the hobgoblin has on his person and unabashedly will rummage the body.
0: Okay. Uh. So it had just some, some studded leather armor. It had a, a Staff stored, stored sort of like strapped on its back. Mm-hmm. It had a few spell scrolls, which uh, we can roll for at a at a later point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll say it had four spell scrolls. Okay. Sort of attached along its belt, but aside from that, not really much else. It had like some okay. pouches of spell components. It had. Uh, Maybe like a dagger tucked in its Mm -hmm, belt. mm -hmm. But nothing really else.
1: Okay. And walking around the other hobgoblins, there's nothing else that would catch her eye as being a dwarf?
0: No, they all have lots of little throwing knives and and daggers and and stuff like that. But nothing terribly important.
1: And then after being satisfied that she's... Seen what's of use from this. How Goblin will go and will offer Agatha to help with. I guess it's a funeral train now.
0: Yeah. So the Grot get loaded up, they take stock, and the lot of you begin heading back, not as quickly as you came, back uh, towards mm-hmm. the mountains, towards the camp. And unless there's anything you do, a lot of you march throughout the remainder of the night. Nobody's saying anything and just silently marching for hours and hours until morning begins to come. The sun begins to rise once again and eventually you make it back to the camp of the Grot. And at first, you know, people are, you you hear commotion and sort of mm-hmm, like cheering and whatnot as, as you guys re-enter the camp, but as sort of word spreads and people see what has happened, everything sort of calms down to yeah. a very somber affair. So you re-enter camp, everyone is quiet, very reserved, as Owlbear leads her goat with Uh, moose on its back sort of over to her camp she approaches you and Carhoon Mm -hmm. and she says I thank you for your help you did what I couldn't
1: I'm sorry that we failed and
0: we didn't fail What Moose knew will not fall into their hands now. And it's our job to make sure that what happened didn't happen for no reason. I have some arrangements to make.
1: Thank you for trusting us to join you on this mission, and Albert, thank you for doing what it is that you do because we have only been we've only known all of y'all a short while and we feel a loss that I'm sure only you feel ten times more than we (sighs) and you shouldn't have to bear it by yourself so whatever we can do we are here Our hands are yours.
0: I appreciate that. You're welcome to stay as long as you need. As I said, I have some arrangements to make. Yes. But I should get to that. Of course. She nods at the two of you, uh, but then sort of turns, and her and several of the others uh, begin, you know, making the necessary arrangements. Mm -hmm. Uh, They take... Moose's body into a into a tent. Mm-hmm. So you are free to to stay?
1: I think we will. We have nowhere to go. And we want to give honor to Moose and to Owlbear. And to make these preparations as full of honor and as full of remembrance as they can be.
0: Okay. Well, I think we're going to call it a few minutes early and we'll pick up (sighs) there. Okay. Next episode. Sorry, guys. That was kind of a (laughs) bummer at the end there.
1: I am not at all teary and snotty.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay, it's what happens. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's, Sometime. it's what what the story can be.
0: So why don't you close us out there, my bun?
1: <sighs> we'll do. Alright, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this somber chapter. If you like what you heard, please rate review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, It's a great way for us to grow, and we're not always this sad in chapters, and so uh, please tell your friends about us, your RPG group about us, anyone who you think might be interested in this story. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us at our handle at and a die podcast please send us a message and we always try to respond to each missive we get catch y'all next week